Welcome to the One Way Ticket Travel Podcast, the show for travelers that aspire to find the hidden gems and bucket list experiences in each place they explore. I'm your host, Maggie, and a few years back, I booked a one-way ticket to teach English in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and my life has truly never been the same. Each week, we will explore how to live like a local and take the road less traveled in spots across the globe. Are you ready for an adventure? Welcome one-way ticketers to the podcast. This is the first official episode of the one-way ticket travel podcast and I can't wait for you to listen in and find tangible ways to find more wanderlust in your life. So today's episode is going to be a solo episode and since it's the new year, hello 2023, I'd love to discuss my five best ways to find and create adventure in your life this new year whether it just be on vacation or even in your day-to-day activities. Okay, friends, so my first tip is to check out Airbnb experiences. I've used Airbnb experiences quite a few times in the last few years, whether it be just to find really cool things to do in an area I'm traveling or even locally here in San Diego. What I really like about it is even scrolling here in San Diego, it provides such unique experiences that you might not find elsewhere. So I've particularly had my eye on a cool picnic experience, but there's surf lessons, there's dog walks by the bay, there's a honeybee sanctuary tour, which I know my sister, Maeve, if you're listening, she was looking at doing that. But one that really struck my eye was a sea cave hiking adventure. And it actually struck my eye because I went on a tour um, to see this cave last year. And it's a pretty hard cave to get to. So now I think it's so genius that someone on Airbnb is now hosting that tour to help people see this incredible sea cave that is here in San Diego. So I think whether you book an experience or not, it's just a great way to find really interesting activities, meet locals, meet new people. And I think on tours, especially when you're traveling, I've found throughout the years, I've met some of the most interesting people and they, even through those tours and experiences, have given me bits of advice on different things to do. So you're meeting like-minded travelers, people that are looking for different adventures as well, and maybe someone that you can grab dinner with after the adventure. So I definitely would check it out and just see, even in your own area, if there's different things that you didn't even know about. I know for me, there's such incredible things to do in San Diego, but I still find things to this day that I wanna try out and it kind of just piques that curiosity. Um, in you as a traveler. So I definitely would recommend using it when traveling, but also in your hometown and see if there's something that you might not have heard about that is your next bucket list adventure. Okay, so my next tip is to start doing things alone. And this might be scary at first, but I think doing things alone is one of the greatest things you can do for yourself, for your confidence, and it just allows you to do anything you put your mind to. So the way I could relate it best is when I went to teach abroad in Thailand, I knew nothing about Thailand. I did not have an education degree. I knew no one there, and I just went. And I think 
if I waited to have a friend or a significant other to go with, I would have never had that experience. And I think a lot of the times, um, you know, if I look back at my younger 20s, I always needed someone to do something with. And now I actually really relish in my alone time. I like to go to coffee shops by myself and read books or talk to people. I like to have, you know, runs on the beach by myself and think. I like to listen to, to different podcasts. So I think doing things alone is so great for you. And it's it's a good challenge, especially if you're someone that tends to always want to be around people, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I think doing things alone allows you to not miss out on anything because there could be a restaurant you want to go to. And if you can't find a friend maybe at that time to go with, should that prohibit you from checking out an awesome new spot? Or, you know, I went to Tulum, Mexico this year and it was amazing. And I swam through cenotes and got to have all these incredible experiences. And I think if I waited, you know, to go with someone, it might have never happened. So I think it's amazing to take trips with friends, but if you have certain bucket list goals that you want to achieve and places you want to see, then I highly recommend just challenging yourself. You can start with one time a month going and sitting somewhere new. And at first it might feel awkward, but there's a certain level of serenity in being able to sit by yourself and enjoy a meal or have an experience. And I think going back to Airbnb experiences, so many people do those alone and that's the coolest way to meet people. Sometimes the best way to meet people is when you're by yourself. So I challenge you to maybe once a month, go do something by yourself. And if there is a trip that you are planning and maybe you can't find a friend that has the time off or doesn't want to go, or maybe doesn't have the same goals for you as that trip, go book that ticket because life is too short. And I will add with that, traveling solo is incredibly remarkable. You get to make your own itinerary. You can choose exactly what you're doing. Everyone, you know, kind of travels differently. I'm not much of a museum person. So, you know, if I were, were going somewhere and you're traveling with someone that might have a different itinerary of what they want to do. It's incredibly um, liberating to be able to go by yourself and be able to check off all the things that you want to do too. So I challenge you to do that because I think doing things alone is such a great thing. My next bit of advice is to stay interested and to be curious. And what I mean by that is to have an open-minded attitude towards traveling to places that might not necessarily be on your bucket list or even destinations that you might not know a lot about. So I really developed this open-minded attitude when I was living in Chiang Mai. I really challenged myself to go to places that I knew nothing about and a lot of the times they really surprised me. I often find that it's the places that might not necessarily be on our bucket list or even the places that aren't posted regularly on social media that oftentimes surprise you the most. And to give you an example, I visited the Philippines and it ended up being one of the most incredible trips of my life. And I think if I wasn't living in Asia, I wouldn't have necessarily visited the Philippines and I'll be sure to do a full episode of my time there because I truly loved it so much. But 
I, I do believe as a traveler that every city has something to offer. And I think we should all cultivate that open, open-minded mindset when we're traveling. And I think we can also do that by when we are traveling to these places, really taking in the culture, challenging yourself to do things that you wouldn't normally do. So Jimmy, my brother, if you're listening, we challenge ourselves to eat bugs in Thailand. Would I have done that normally? Probably not. But I think when you're in a, a country, you do as the locals do. And it's so fun to try out those new things as uncomfortable as they make you feel travel can be uncomfortable and that's the best way that you learn and you truly get out of your comfort zone my fourth bit of advice is to chase your fears and that could mean a lot of things it could mean physical fears whether it be if you're scared of heights you could challenge yourself to go on a hot air balloon ride or perhaps go bungee jumping or It could be as minuscule as if you're not used to eating spicy foods, you could challenge yourself at a restaurant to order a dish that you are not accustomed to ordering. So you could start on a smaller scale and then throughout the year gradually get to that big fear that you want to conquer. For me, one of my fears, and this might sound laughable to most, is surfing. So I live in San Diego and we do enjoy year-round sunny weather, although the last few days we have had a little bit of rain. (laughs) Um, But since I've moved here, I try to go to the beach as much as possible. It's just a place that makes me happy and I like to be by the ocean. And what I've noticed about going to the beach is the surfers just look so content and excited to go and catch some waves. And I have had it on my bucket list for a while to take a surf lesson. It's a fear of mine because I don't think I will be particularly great at surfing. I'm not extremely coordinated and I've seen the surfers and I'm not sure it's a hobby that I would be great at. But I'm challenging myself this year to at the very least take a lesson and I might surprise myself. Maybe I'll be better than I think. So that's one of my challenges this year for myself is to take a surf lesson. So I'll be sure to update you guys how that goes. Um, But yeah, I, I challenge you to do the same and to step out of your comfort zone and write your list of fears. And again, you can start small and throughout the year get to that final fear and really challenge yourself to go and conquer it. My fifth and final piece of advice is to be a doer and allow me to elaborate what I mean by that. It's easy to let days, months, and years go by and realize that you never went to the places that you really wanted to go. So I think writing down goals is so important, but it's also important to start putting them into action and to put timelines on your goals. So for instance, if you want to travel to Europe by this summer, perhaps it would be beneficial for you to write out the timeline of booking your ticket, booking your accommodations, planning your itinerary, and getting all of that in order so you're ready in six months to be traveling to Europe. So for me to kind of relate just to my own travels, it usually takes about six months if I'm going to an international destination to get all of that planned and in order. 
Um, and if I'm going domestically, I like to have that booked ideally six weeks in advance. So just putting a timeline on your goals and being a doer. And sometimes the timing is not always right, but you just have to go for it. For instance, launching this podcast, if I waited until everything was absolutely perfect, it could have taken another six months or a year. But I want to do it and it's a dream of mine and I'm going to learn as I go and I think it's important to not wait until you're 100% ready because that time may never come and you might miss out on going to an incredible place. So that would be my fifth and final tip is to go be a doer and start booking those adventures and experiences. Okay, guys, I had so much fun recording that. I hope you got great actionable tips to start adding more adventure into your life. I hope you subscribe to the podcast, and I'd love if you could leave me a review. Next week, we will be covering one of my favorite destinations in the world, Pai Thailand. And if you don't know a ton about Pai Thailand, that is a-okay. I'm going to be giving you the ins and outs of the city and what makes it such an incredible place to visit. So I hope you tune in and I hope you have a wonderful, adventurous week. Thanks and see you next week.